0: It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting in the air, and I'm taking the air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect when I up. I can't turn on the football. so goddamn hard about holding on to I'm thinking about it. Introducing Mike Cash Collins and Scott Stagg Simpson as the fantasy millionaires.
1: Here we go. Broadcasting live from the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. The fantasy millionaires are in your ears. Wishing everyone a happy Memorial Day 2021. America. I am Michael Cash Collins. He is Scott Stack Simpson. Scott Stacks, happy Memorial Day. How was your holiday
0: today? Uh, I got to say, happy Memorial Day to you, my friend. And overall, it was not a a, a terrible day. I could think of, of uh, you know other ways I would like to spend it, but I spent it with the family, loving all my girls, going to get ice cream with grandma, Going to the pool, you know, th- things like that, things that necessarily I don't find a lot of enjoyment in, but my family does. And so I was able to have a great time, be with them. And uh, that, that's always important is loving on the family, loving on the kids. So m- more of a day about others. But I'm excited to chop it up with you, man. I always love to talk to my best friend who, if, if folks who don't know uh, the show, the Mike and I have been best friends for about 24 years. And we like to talk. That's one of the things that we love to do all the time is, is on the phone by ourselves. Without you guys, we talk, 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 talk. So it, it's just natural for us to get together and do this. It's cool to be able to see you and do it and for everyone else to kind of join in and be a part of it. So welcome, everybody. I'm so excited. Uh, how was your Memorial Day weekend? Good, sir.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're a couple of uh, chatty Cathy's. Um, yeah, it was uh, the pool was cold that's how it was i don't know if you went in the water uh we 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 made it over to the pool i got in and it was like an ice bath in there it was just excruciating getting i did the slow i didn't do the i knew it was too cold i was like i'm not i'm not doing the man jump you know where you just suck it up and and just feel the, the cold water on you. I I just eased my way in for about five minutes. It took me at least five to ten the entire time my son was just like, come on, daddy, daddy, come on, go, go, I go out there. I was like, you got to wait. You got to wait. I got to keep slowly submerging just inch by inch by inch. And then, then you have to do, you get to the waist. And then you just go a little bit, a little bit, and then it's like, all right, you got to get the shoulders under, and then, and then you, and then you dive, and then you dive under, and then you just got to keep the shoulders under, and you just got to do that for like a minute, and then it feels good, but it was cold. It still was cold.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I noticed something uh, today. Uh, I'm not saying it's a rookie mistake, but I'll say it's indicative of the age of your children because when my kids were little, they were the same way. Like you got to get in with them. They're dependent on you for the experience. I took my kids to the pool today. I I, I was, it was awesome. It's like my favorite. I took a video of them jumping in the water and then going, Oh my God, it's so cold. Oh my God. It's so cold. Oh my God. It's are cold. And I was on the side. I had my sweatshirt on. I was chilling. I wasn't worrying about anything. I, I didn't have my bathing suit on. My wife said, you getting in? I laughed. I said, I'm not getting in. Are you kidding me? Uh, I asked the the lifeguard how much I could pay her to get in. She said 20 bucks. I said, you'd have to give me five grand right now to get my ass in the water. It was so cold. Uh, you know, you said earlier, kind of manning up and getting in. I'm not to change that. I, I'm, I I agree. We've used man up before, you know, or, or whatever. I'm going to say woman up because my wife jumped right in that that pool and it's cold but she just crushed it. She swam in, she dove in headfirst into the deep end, which is the coldest part, swam out, started doing a little bit of exercise. Shout out Rose, my wife. She's an amazing woman. She was with the girls in the pool for an hour or so until it got a little windy and cold. And then they did come out. I went home and your boy went home. I wasn't going to mess with any of that. I've done that so many times. I've been freezing. Here's what happens when I do that, Mike, two things. One, when I do all in, which Rose does, which I go under the water, my insides seize. And I start to have like uh, like a, a panic attack, not an, an involuntary one. It would happen every year when I first got in the water. I, I'm not controlling it. My body just like I can't do anything. I start like kind of convulsing. It's gross, it's not good. Or second, doing what you do, I get in and, and it's so cold, my nipples could literally cut diamonds. There's just, it's so freaking cold. And I can't, uh, each little wave of the pool is like, like a, a thousand cuts to, to my death. And I'm just like, oh. <gasps> Oh, 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 the whole time, the whole time. So I'm forgoing any of that, and here's what I'm going to say. I'm not going to get in the pool until we've had a string of 80s for like three or four days in a row, and it's mid-June. That's when your boy Scotty Stacks, fat-ass Simpson, is getting his ass in the pool. Uh, I'm just too cold. Uh, I'm too fat now. It, it, it does not make me warm. It makes me cold. That's my stance on it.
1: Yeah, it was a horrible last few days to open up the pool it was literally 50 degrees in maryland a couple days ago and it was 50 the last few days and then today it was like i don't know 74 so the water was just freezing um i wonder what the temp was you know because it probably still wasn't that cold and the people who do ice baths and stuff like that are just like laughing at us. Right oh, now, yeah. you know? oh yeah.
0: Every athlete, every pro athlete ever who gets in an ice bath is just mocking us. I, I think I the know. difference though is wait, let's say uh, w- when you're in an ice bath, which is very hard to do. I've never done before. I've seen people. Do, I haven't either. Um, it, it is that you're doing it for a reason of trying to get your body healthy. It's, it's a pain gain type situation. The pool is supposed to be fun. Pool's supposed to be, it's beautiful out. You jump in the pool, you have fun. You were hot. Now you're cold and you feel better. Not, Not freezing cold though. And so today it was, you were comfortable. You were enjoying outside. Then you went into a freeze. Uh, and then you got back out and you were cold. So I just, you know, I, I, it's not, May is not when I get in the pool. It just doesn't work unless you're like Bo. Bo says, you know, he he has that 86 degree pool going. I mean, dude, that actually sounds kind of warm, Bo. No offense, but how many times you peed in that pool? 86 degrees. That's hot. That's like hot Atlanta, man. That's so hot. I I, I want my pool at like 70 degrees. That's what I'll take my pool at.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The the ice bath thing is... uh it's supposed to be really good for you though. You're it, it. Your body responds and makes these things called cold shock proteins. If you jump in an ice bath. So that's one of the reasons why athletes do it. Cause it reduces inflammation and um, it, it's, you know, I don't, I don't have I uh, I don't have money to, to go load up an ice bath and, jump in that every day so oh, that i've break. never done it i've never done i've never done the polar bear plunge um today was probably one of the coldest i mean i've probably jumped in colder water but it was it was uh yeah i was Tid- feeling it
0: I, I say it's a tidbit nipply what yeah I it mean.
1: was it was it was it was nipply out it yeah, was yeah,
0: yeah uh, well i I'm glad that you did that. Uh, you went out in the pool with your son uh, and got to swim around. It, it's a it's a rite of passage, and you you said it. The pool does not want to open when it's 50 degrees, so our pool did not. It did not open on on Saturday. It did not open on Sunday. It just said we're yeah. not gonna open. We're not going to deal with this garbage. See you on Monday. And we thought we would have to beat the throngs because our pool did a limited open last year. Uh, Now, kind of everything is opening up. I don't know how you, you know, we're at in in Frederick up there in Maryland, but here in Montgomery County, it's kind of loosened restrictions. You don't have to wear masks if you don't want to. We're wearing them. Yeah, I
1: told you, I was like a week ahead of you. It was uh, you guys, I was like bragging last podcast about it. And I think Montgomery County opened up what this weekend. So masks are uh, optional
0: now Uh, you know and so at the pool you're open air anyway so it's kind of not that big of a deal um you're not getting close to people and hugging them in the pool who who you don't know so i I mean it was fine um and i was i was excited to to kind of just get back to normal and and get up there Mm -hmm. and expecting a big line of people nothing
1: Mm it was just Mm us
0: we were first in well i'm not gonna say that my my neighbor jerry was first in with his cooler he doesn't get in the pool. He just goes up there, takes his shirt off. He's like 60. Uh, he brings his beer and then he just drinks beer in a, in a, you know, a little secret way to do it. He does it up there and just chills up there at the pool, you know? So shout out to Jerry enjoying his
1: best life. Yeah.
0: yeah. His best life, you know, and that's what he's got to do to, to get by. Good for you, Jerry. You know, good for so, you. So, but, so
1: you didn't uh, do any barbecuing or anything like that? No,
0: no, honestly, I wrote an article. I, I didn't tell, I haven't announced this yet, but, uh, make it public i am getting brought on to the sports gambling network as a dfs writer and so i tucked in today on an article about rookie running backs and kind of when they break out how they break out what the conditions are for them to be able to be viable uh, when it comes to redraft, and and so I just I looked at Najee Harris and I looked at Javante Williams. I kind of have a little bit of a profile written up about them, uh, Travis Etienne as well. So uh, I'm just going to do this for the top ten running backs that were drafted. There was only four that were in the first three rounds, and and this is what the the data really said when I looked at it, uh, and and that was that the 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 majority of the value that you're going to find in running backs is going to be uh, for the first. Round, second round picks. You know, more so than first than anything else. Obviously, you're drafting Saquon, you're drafting mm there. There's the, you know, the, the teams need running backs are drafting them and they're giving them the bell cow uh, roles. And that's what you expect from, from rookie running backs that are in these situations. And so Najee Harris, he fits perfectly into this type of model because there's no other competition for him. He's going to be the every down back every day or every down back. He's going to get almost all of the carries. I bet you he gets around 70% of the carries in the backfield. So yeah, just doing things like that, going back and kind of helping myself to understand it, helping everybody else so that article is going to come out uh in a little bit i'll let you guys know so i was doing that that's what i did today i was working on that i'm and then...
1: fading zeke by the way this year
0: fade. don't tell bo big time he'll, he'll i'm help. fading
1: my man i am I I, I I would i i think i would take Najee harris over zeke elliott right. uh, I, I mean we have to sit down and 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 get our uh our PDF ready. So we'll see how it shakes out, but I know he's still going in the first round and he's probably not making my first round. So wow,
0: that's a bombshell right now. Cause yeah. Honestly, yeah, most people, the consensus is in the industry and then in the fandom and the kind of the, the hubs that we roll in is that he's bouncing back this year and he's got great value because last year he was a, a top five pick and he was overvalued. And now he's in the end of the first round or, you know, nine, 10, yeah, that's yeah. where
1: he's going now. About like between you know, depending on who you're drafting with, but he's going between, you know, seven and ten. That's what he seems like. And I, I'm I'm not saying he's gonna have a horrible year. I just
0: You're uh, out there.
1: Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Uh, I I'm very I'm very big on Najee Harris too. So I think he he's just gonna go right in and be a bell cow, man. So
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I I have Najee Harris projected for around his floor being around 235, 240 points, uh, and that is getting – Around uh, nine hundred to a thousand yards rushing, about four hundred yards receiving, and about ten touchdowns. Uh, you know, so it's it's not even some huge number. But if he does even better than that, he could be pushing you know two seventy five to eighty. Uh, and only three running backs in the last six years have gotten above that. You know, talking Saquon, Zeke, and Alvin Kamara. Those are the three that have broken the three hundred point barrier. So I don't think he gets into that three hundred points. It's a big deal uh, to mm-hmm. get in general. Not even rookies, just in general. Uh, oh yeah. You know, so, uh, but yeah, I think there's there's potential there, and so he uh, right now, Najee Harris, he is RB twelve, RB thirteen, uh, and uh, I'm not gonna take Zeke this year. I'm kind of fading Zeke. I just don't want him. Uh, his fumble, I, his fumbleitis last year, man, really soured me on Zeke. I don't. And understand.
1: then you have Tony Pollard just emerging as a very viable option in that backfield, and that 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 has never been the case before with him. So right. there's never been somebody just kind of waiting in the wings that. Is you know, potentially a bigger playmaker at times. So, yeah, uh, I you know I, that that's where my head's at right now. I've got to sit down and think about everything. But you know, we've been doing best ball, and I have zero
0: shares of Zeke right me, now. Me too. I've got zero. And I have
1: oh. I have lots of Tony
0: Pollard. So I've, Bo does too. By the way, I, I mean, this was so funny. Bo is is here. He, he talks a mean love for Zeke on the on the. uh uh, you know, the message boards, but that dude has got more Tony Pollard than you can shake a stick at. That's full of Tony Pollards. That guy is just yeah. Tony Pollard out the ass. And, and so I, I love that. But what I think what that really says is, uh, he loves the offense, but loves the offense and the potential, but he doesn't really love Zeke. Just putting it out there, just, just, you know, I'm just saying, uh, I, I like Tony Pollard too. And I would rather have Najee Harris at the, at the value and the position he's at because at the, 1.5, 1.8. I don't want Zeke at the 205, the 207. Anywhere in the second round, give me Najee Harris. Anywhere in the second round, I will take him. Uh, actually, I'd rather have Austin Eckler in the second round. If I can get Austin Eckler in the second round, I'm going to splooge because that is just... Uh, I I drafted... You can I, get him in the second round. That's where he's going. I know. I know. Yeah. I, I know. I, I was in an industry draft. I am still in one right now and guess who's holding it up? Dennis Carter, the 13th. Uh, he makes another appearance on the show. Yeah. He's holding his own draft up. I don't know what he's doing, but anyway, uh, I went, I'm the 12th pick. You know how I love the ends. I'm the 12th pick. I went Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler. Oh my gosh.
1: I, 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 I did that in a draft with you. Got Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler.
0: It was very, it was very exciting. Sigmund Bloom, who drafted in the 11th spot, uh, you know, tweeted me and he just said, it hurt me. It hurt me when you took those two players. And, yeah. uh, so I love that. Like, I it made me, you know, really excited about them anyway. Because my process has led me to think that Nick Chubb is a top five back. Speaking of top five backs, from my man over there, uh, Bowman Big Time, I think Nick Chubb is a top five back. And then I also think that Austin Eckler is a top five back this year. So I, I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm through the moon if I can get both those guys at the back at end of a draft. And yeah, you did do that to me in Best Ball, you son of a gun. Uh, yeah. I, I, what What do you think about Nick Chubb this year? What's Where, your leaning on him?
1: High, high on Chubby. I got I'm I'm chubbed up for Chubb. Lots yep. lots of Chubb. Give me Chubb, 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 Chubb. Chubb is ridiculous. He he's a ridiculous athlete. He there's no reason why he's not going to have just big touchdowns, you know, 40-yard runs this year. He's impossible to bring down. He's so fast. Um so I'm I'm all about Chubb in the first round for sure. So but um yeah, uh you got cream Hunt on that team too, so that's always something you have to think about. But yeah. It's gonna be interesting, man. We gotta we're gonna have to start getting getting this stuff together as we we get our uh our 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 fantasy millionaires, you know, PDF that we're gonna be pumping in a in a what, like about a month, a month and, and a
0: half. half. A yeah. You got it's like
1: six month. weeks to start really honing this stuff down and well, figuring out where we're going to put these guys.
0: I've been honing it down in best ball drafts on underdog shout out underdog. And by the way, uh, if, if you guys don't know, you can find me in the mean streets of underdog. You can find Mike in the mean streets of underdog. You, you can find us all. We are underdogged up. We are part of the underdog crew. We love Underdog. We rep Underdog. We play Underdog. We're in Underdog all the time. And I'm proud to announce that Underdog Fantasy now follows your boy. I I have earned that right. Thank you, Underdog, uh, for, for the follow. I appreciate it. They don't follow many. They only follow 283. You know, it's not as coveted as that Andy Holloway follow, which, oh my gosh. I mean, you know, when I die, it's going to have all the things I did in life. And at the end, it's going to say, followed by Andy Holloway. And then whatever year he followed me until whenever he stops, uh, he followed me this amount of time. And so, you know, uh, besides that- Don't get
1: canceled. Don't get canceled out on them Twitter streets. Watch yourself.
0: I am seeking to build and to- um, build community and spread the love and no canceling i'm not going to be canceling anyone or hopefully no one will be canceling me
1: it's don't get put in twitter jail either you could get put in twitter jail
0: well you know what speaking of that, uh, that happened that happened to our girl Steffi smalls we didn't talk about it. it happened last week she just got out of her twitter jail she was in there for a week because of a troll and the troll kind of attacked her account a bunch of people reported her account and then twitter suspended her for a week it really bothers me, and I talked about this to you privately, but it really bothers me because there was nothing that was warranted That There was not, no furious exchange of anger. There was just somebody who doesn't like somebody else trolling them and then getting them suspended. And so uh, I hope no one does that for me. I hope no one hates me. I don't hate anybody. Uh, I don't have a, a lot of fans either, you know. Uh, people just love me for my body honestly uh and, and folks there's no repeat performance of last year my wife told me no more her anniversary present is for her only this year so uh hopefully that kind of you're cleared...
1: not gonna do naked bed pics this year
0: no no no, none no. Of that. no that That's was not gonna happen no that was good I, I enjoyed that that was you know um but
1: you got a lot of buzz in the twitter streets off that though
0: yeah yeah, it, it it did well here's the only issue I had with it honestly is it <laughs>
1: I mean you might get a retweet from Ralph Macho so we might I mean Wednesday <laughs> anniversary of that that's <laughs> your anniversary I'll I'll figure it out that it might be going around I know it now- Ralph <laughs> Macho might do is twice a twice a month tweet that might be one his retweet <laughs> Every, this is the thing I'm sure a lot... I do of five retweets a year that's a guaranteed retweet <laughs>
0: I think a lot of people are waiting to put that out uh, and and to shame me because that's the thing I was going to say. I shame myself, ob- obviously, it's fine. Every once in a while, what will happen is I'll have a take, and somebody will just respond with a picture of me with my shirt off. Hey, you know, I kinda, there's nothing I can say to that. Like I just whenever
1: you start getting opinionated, somebody yeah, throws that at you. Yeah,
0: whenever, whenever anybody's like, move, this guy's talking a little bit too. Yeah. Let's remind people of who he. Hey, simmer putting.
1: down, homeboy. Simmer, hey, simmer.
0: Hey, look at look at who this guy is. over This guy used to take his shirt off for money. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, it's it's uh it's embarrassing a little bit, but I did it to myself. So I'm just not trying to perpetuate the embarrassment either. Uh, I'll have something new for my wife this year for for our anniversary uh you know and uh and this time it will not be for everybody on Twitter. i thought
1: rose liked it last year though i thought it was like you know she liked seeing all the buzz and i she thought she was, she was proud of you a little bit you know you she just was. she was you just unabashedly put yourself out there ryan uh ryan fitzpatrick george stanza mixed I together
0: did. i did i yeah. did I think I think the only issue I had is is work related, you know, because for me, if I was just this, I wouldn't care, you know. Um, And so I I, part of me is just like as the artist, I'm like, this is perfect. I love this with all of my soul. I smoke a cigarette to this. It is perfect. And then Mm. like like the the, the teacher side of me is like,
1: you know,
0: I know i don't know but it really is iconic uh when it comes to kind of who who i am uh that that is part of who i am like i I am
1: it's it's so annoying having to worry about your freaking day job when you can just make beautiful twitter music out there and just do your thing it's it's, it really is it's an and teachers especially because you guys aren't even allowed to have facebook it's like Policy because of all the weird parents that will hunt you down and go after you, right? Is that still the rule?
0: So, so here's the thing that they, um, it's not the rule, but it is encouraged that you mm-hmm. do not do it because, uh, just in general, parents and community members will get a hold of you, you know, and then they will try to engage with you and then. Uh, There's that line between teacher, parent, community member, individual, and they all get blurred. And so I've just kind of stayed away. Um, And
1: Facebook is totally different. It's kind of, it really is, I mean, you know, the Disney of social media. Whereas like Twitter, it's like that's what you get if you're on Twitter, you deserve it. You know, you're out there slumming in Twitter land. You're going to get that kind of stuff going on your feed. Like you deserve it. Like the parents, you can't say anything. Like you're on Twitter anyway. It's, it's almost like being on the dark web. I mean, what are you doing over there?
0: Well, you know, this picture is on the dark web for sure. So yeah. Yeah. No, it it was a crazy time uh, last year for my anniversary. That's on
1: someone's passport.
0: (laughs) right there's some guy who who has this as his screen (laughs) some
1: yugoslavian dude (laughs)
0: right you just cut out your head just that that is him right there of course with the tilted picture in the background no it's true it's true and you know what uh the thing about it is it's all for fun it's all just you know it's for the it's for the fans it is for the people it's not uh you know it's not meant to, to disparage anybody but myself Uh, And I got to say something, too, honestly. Um, Lately, I've noticed, and I say this real respectfully because I love people. I've noticed that sometimes when I make jokes, people don't like them always, which is fine. That's cool. I understand. People don't have to like my jokes. And that's how jokes work. They hit or miss. But I will say, I don't think that anybody should read too too much into my jokes because I think what happens. You're about
1: to get canceled, bro. You better watch yourself. You better watch yourself right now.
0: Yeah, I know I'm, I'm I'm skirting the line of being canceled. Here's the whole thing about it: is that, is that it's okay to not like a joke. It's okay to push back against a joke. I think the question is when you judge somebody off of a joke because you're limiting yourself if you judge somebody off of one joke or two jokes. Uh, I make jokes all day long. And I make fun of myself. I make fun of random strangers. I've never met. I make fun of people. I know I got a whopper of a video from, from the beautiful people's crew, uh, of your boy, Joe FG just dancing like a maniac. I can't wait to put that online. I can't wait to make fun. It's so funny. It's hilarious, you know? So, but it's not intended to either harm him or anybody else or make fun of him to a point where I'm degrading or making myself above him or put, it's just funny. It makes me laugh. It, I looked at it. And when I watched it, I went, (laughs) that's funny. I like this. I'm going to share this with other people. So I just want everyone to know me, uh, the guy who would take his own clothes off and pose for pictures by himself. By the way, I screen recorded this. This is a video that I took. So there's a five minute video of me on my bed, making inappropriate poses somewhere on my phone. Uh, so if I ever get hacked and deleted, you, you'll know what happens if that gets put out there. Um, so I, I just want to know, you, you know, you can judge me, you can, I don't care. But I just don't like it personally, because you're, you're limiting yourself when you judge me. It's like picking one stray beard hair off of my face and going, I don't like his beard because that one hair that sticks out when you got 10,000 or 20,000 or a million just are crushing it. So that's all, that's all my, my thought. I'm not trying to get canceled. I'm not trying to cancel anybody or, or be of anybody in particular. I would just say when we're on Twitter, the goal of Twitter for me is never judging anybody personally because I don't know enough information. It's really to build community and to grow with people and to love other people. And if there's something that is, you know, wildly inappropriate we can obviously go that's not right we can see things are wildly inappropriate but i I just think i love what
1: you're saying i really do but at the same time i want to put you in twitter jail i I wish i I wish i that would be if somebody yeah i want to i want to i want you to i want to i want to cancel you for (laughs) two weeks
0: My wife would love that if I got canceled for two weeks. Oh my! Yeah,
1: God. what would you do? Oh my gosh! You'd start oh. going on TikTok. That's yeah. what you do. You just be over on TikTok, just blowing it up oh, over there. Okay, I gotta, I gotta get this uh, George Costanza picture out here so I can build up my my TikTok followers. Yeah,
0: here's what the truth is. I run. Multiple social media accounts. So even you know when when Steffi Smalls got banned for a week or Twitter jail for a week, she created a new account called Burner Smalls, whatever it was, and she was she was you know had a little semi account. The remnant right. were behind. I don't need to do that. I've got like five other accounts at the
1: Washington beer snake. You can always just hop can, over there and start. I don't
0: even, I don't even use it anymore. I can use a uh, chalk block. I can use the FF hot stove. I can use the fantasy millionaires. Uh, I've got a plethora. I could use worldwide sports radio network. My voice will never be silenced until I'm in the grave, which no, I don't
1: want you to get canceled because if I ever tweet, then there's the, you're the only way I'm Anyone's ever going to see my tweet. I need the retweet. Like if I don't get your retweet, yeah, I'm going to get like seven impressions. So you I
0: retreat drip. What you yeah, need.
1: no, but I did love it back in the day when you were, uh, you know, moving back and forth between like the beer snake one, because I'd get like a, a Scott Simpson heart and then you'd go over and you'd heart it from the beer snake. I know. <laughs> That's love, homie. That's See, love.
0: I, I'll be honest with you. I've transitioned into promoting and pushing all of the content that I'm making for us underdog uh stuff mm-hmm. from poe through all of my accounts and so mm-hmm. i'm consistently jumping back and forth between accounts doing that same thing and just letting people see it because here's my thought about twitter i know people are very judgmental about what you do on twitter and how your feed and all kinds of stuff. here's my thought about my feed on twitter i'm just trying to share as much information as i can so i'll retweet my own tweets uh again like i'll tweet something and then later i'll just go back and retweet it and people be like why are you tweeting your own stuff? Yeah, I need more attention. Yeah, you do. Every single gotta get it. Gotta every, get it. every single tweets for attention. Why no one tweets for nothing? No one yeah. tweets, no one goes, I hope nobody effing. We're
1: all it. trying to go viral, man. Come oh, on, let's just be honest about it.
0: it. And here's the thing too, and this is my main point. I'm not assuming that you, the content consumer, are online 24/7 and you're seeing every tweet that I tweet. And you're just memorizing my feed, and you're scrolling, and you pass it, and and then you see it twice, and you're like, God damn it, I saw the same tweet twice. It's like, listen, you aren't online all the time. No one is online all the time. And so, I might tweet something once, and then you don't see it, and then six hours later, I give it a retweet, and you happen to see it then. So it's about content exposure. It's not about you know being an attention whore. Or any of those things. So I think all the judgments on Twitter and how people do Twitter and your account, my account, and you do this and you retweet, just it's it's gross. It's really really gross. I don't tell anybody how to manage their Twitter account. I would never tell anybody how to manage their Twitter account. I encourage people how to expose, uh, you know, and ex- increase their exposure on Twitter. But I'm not going to mandate anyone. That's just, that's that's like middle school stuff, man. Like really is immature behavior it's 20 somethings let me just tell you the truth it 40 year olds 50 year old oh, man you are about to get canceled again I here will. we go here we you go you, tell you why i'll tell you why because when you're in your 20s i was in my 20s you are not self-aware yet
1: don't you, mess with generation z bro they're
0: gonna come get me they're gonna come get you're not you're not self-aware yet you're you're working on it you're do, oh
1: boy you. oh boy
0: when you get 40 The world has—they are
1: gonna light you and your nipples up all over the internet.
0: They are. They deservedly so. When you get in your forties, the world has has lit you up already. You you become self-aware because the world has told you who you are, and you understand a little bit more about yourself because the things you've tried to be, you didn't succeed, or you did. For example, I'm not an NFL football player right now. I can tell. I'm 42. I'm not out there still naive, going, I can do it. I understand that when you're 20, you think you can do anything. I know I was 20. I thought I could do anything and that's great. And I love that about being 20. And if they're going to cancel me cause they can do anything and canceling me is one thing that they want to do now. Cause I told them that they could do it. Go please. My wife would love it. I, my wife wants me to be canceled. So yeah. I'm sorry. I I do digress. I do love 20 somethings, by the way, I love everybody. I, I'm just going to tell you though, when you're 20, you don't have the same level of understanding of life as you do when you're 40 or when you're 60, when you're 80, it just changes. It's a, it's a, it's a perspective thing. And I respect 23 year olds perspectives. They're great, but I can still laugh at them and still think they're cute. That's okay. I can do that because I've thought 23 year old thoughts too. And some of those thoughts are hilarious. Like for example, when we were 23, I thought we could go to Atlantic City dressed in suits and just, like, show up and be treated like ballers. And people be like, oh, yes, of course there's a room for you, sir. Oh, well, of course. Yes, we'll put you right in. We were, like, seven miles down the street at a Ramada Inn. I was sleeping next to an air conditioner on the floor. So, you know what? 23-year-old Scott, 42-year-old Scott just knows a lot more than him. And he can laugh at 23-year-old Scott without
1: I probably helped make you think that way because I saw it <laughs> in the movie Swingers.
0: So yeah, Right. Well that's your twenties you, you didn't
1: you you didn't even originate that thought and neither did I. I gave I transmitted that to you because of the movie Swingers.
0: Well, you know what that's what you do in your twenty. You watch movies and you go, oh, right. I didn't do that. You're
1: just trying to emulate. That's
0: And so I'm just in my 40s, like I mentioned, and I don't care what the movies uh, do. I'm I'm just trying to make sure I can get up in the morning and go to bed at night. I I can't fall asleep and I can't wake up. So there you go. You know know what's
1: funny too? I I, I apologize to you for transmitting that horrible notion that you're going to get comps and stuff because even in the movie Swingers, (laughs) they don't get no. They show you how stupid they are. (laughs) But I still thought it was a good idea. It's like we gotta wear a suit, so we gotta look good.
0: Oh man, well, my favorite part about that was the only thing that wearing a suit did was make me a mark to get robbed. And when we went out that night, uh, I was the, the 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 prime juicy rib of robbery, and they came at me, I ran away in my suit, I got away, I had nothing, I had the suit. They would have they would have ripped the suit off and been like, give me your money. I'm like the suit i spent it on the suit you know so it wouldn't have been I am never
1: ever going back to atlantic city you oh, can mark neither. that down
0: me neither <laughs> that is an
1: <laughs> like it, yeah dude if hell is gonna come out of anywhere in this earth like if it just comes up through the ground it's gonna start there like that's where it's gonna happen
0: oh hell yeah oh yeah it, it is the, the the hellscape on earth and it's not because of the residents who live there it's because of the people who've used the residents who've lived there. And it makes oh, me it's just falling there.
1: apart. It's just yeah, it's a dilapidated. Oh, I mean, uh, that has to be one of the worst places to be in America, especially post COVID with everything that's happened to the gaming and casino industry. Uh, it was already going completely downhill. I mean, Maryland's got every place is just going to have their own casinos and that was the whole thing about Atlantic City. It was it was the East Coast Vegas. I mean, when we were younger, it was like the coolest thing to go to. I mean, you would we live mm, about 4 hours. We would drive in we would leave and go to Atlantic City and then come back in the same day because it was so fun. It was such an adventure.
0: We we, we would leave around like you know, four o'clock at night or four o'clock in the afternoon, get down there on eight o'clock at night, gamble till like one or two, and then just slingshot at home. I remember one time we were coming home and home and there was three minivans. And I played this game with these three minivans for like, I don't know, hundred miles on 95. And it was, don't be the first, don't be the last. And I just was weaving in and out with these minivans. And we were going 115 miles an hour, the whole way, the whole yeah. way. Like It was yeah insane you found yourself a posse they couldn't get me because i was in the middle and if they came for the first person i was going to see it and if they were behind me they would pull the last guy over it was perfect but yeah we would do that yeah well,
1: with- you, you, whenever you're on a road trip you get so excited to find a speeder and then you become like a crew yep. and a speed sometimes crew. sometimes you're in the lead you know so if the, the speeder recognizes you as part of the crew sometimes you you know you're the you're the lead car. But hopefully you just have a, a really crazy speeder and you can just trail them the yeah. whole way.
0: Well, I mean, it's the same thing when, when a police officer flies by you. As soon as a police officer flies by, I mean, I check to see there's not another one because uh, you don't want to pull out in front of a police officer. But when there's just a single cop and he flies by going, Poof, I'm going to go right after him. He's opening a way for you to go and he's not going to pull you over. So normally I just, you know, I go a little slower than him because I don't want him to draw attention to him. But also, I'm not going to go 120 miles an hour on the highway, but you just go, you know, go 85. You're going 75. Now you're going 85. No one knows the difference. Yeah, it's just a you know, little life hacks from Scotty Stack Simpson here on the on the road motorways.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I will say uh I get a little nervous no matter what. If there's a police officer around, I'm not I'm not yeah. I'm not going to do anything.
0: Now who's going to get us canceled? You know what I
1: mean? Yeah. Well, I I don't know. I think uh, you, you, cops the uh, you you you. I look at them when I'm on the road. It's like you're on the the plains of Africa and you're you're seeing like a lion. You're just oh, like, yeah. ooh, ooh. I hate you,
0: but but when when the lion is is feasting on some other gazelle.
1: No, I get it. I get but, it. I'm just know. yeah. I I just don't. I and when I see the I lion, know. I'm just like I want to go. Find another uh, another another hill, you know. I want to get get away. So
0: I I do agree. I'm normally uh, I'm I'm not going to be doing that all the time. I I would say this: uh, it it, it is indicative of the police to look for opportunities to pull you over. It, it, It behooves them to get you. You know what I mean? Kind of how the system works. So there's always they could they could always say uh, check out the guy behind me. He's going 110. under follow-up officer. Can you get him? So yeah, they could always get you. Yeah. I'm just saying normally if you're on a road and a police officer goes down it, you kind of have that right away. I, I come almost like, there, there it was, you know, like, it's like watching a bully beat up somebody else. You're like, (laughs) sorry, Ronald, but I'm not getting beat up by the bully, you know? And so then I, I just kind of get out of there as fast as I can. So, uh, but it's not, it's not any type of taunting. I never want to Whenever police officers are near me, I want to be invisible. I, I just want to blend in and, and not have them notice me because you just never know. You just never know what's mm-hmm. gonna happen,
1: you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a minute since I've gotten a ticket. I'm I'm doing, you know, knock on desk here. Uh I think it's been six years. So trying to trying to keep that thing going.
0: I think it's, it's been something similar for me too. And the last time I got pulled over, it might've been longer. I was going to a wedding. So I was in a suit and my wife's all dressed up and I sped up to hit a light. So I wouldn't miss the light. And I ended up going 55 and a 40. Uh, and I got pulled over. Officer came over and, uh, she saw we were in a wedding and, uh, she said, uh, okay, let me get you out of here real fast. Here's ticket." a them And we were, we, we were done the exchange. in I would say about a minute and a half. It was crazy. You know, How fast were you going on the speed limit? 15 over the speed limit.
1: That's so annoying, dude. Yeah. So freaking annoying, man.
0: 15, it's just... It's a gas pedal on push. On, man. Thing about it, 15 is one push of your pedal. It's like you're driving and then you push right. down. Right,
1: right, because we're all supposed to go nine over. I mean, right. you're right. bothering... Like, police officers want you to go nine over. So right. it's frustrating when you go... over and yeah like you're hitting a hill and there's a guy he's going a little bit you're trying to make it around the lane and then boom you know or the worst dude your road i hate your road i hate i
0: hate isn't the three speed cameras on
1: there's is that it yeah that's just okay okay so, so there's only three and then it goes from 35 to 45 to 55 to 35 to 45 it's ridiculous dude yeah. and you, you if you aren't, and then and then and then you have people like you who do it every day, and they're getting mad at somebody like me who's just butt nervous driving around there, and and, and now I'm not like up to the right, yeah not- I'm not up to the forty five mile an hour speed limit. I've uh, we've crossed into that zone, and I don't know. I'm not, I don't know where this happened. You're
0: scared to not get a ticket from the speed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That whole road, I'm like 34. I set the cruise control at like 34 miles an hour until I see a sign. And then I'm like, okay, I can go faster. You know,
0: I I counted. It's actually four. (laughs) Right. And and if there's the one down by the church, it's five. So there's actually five speed cameras on 124, which is by my house. Do they move them? The worst is when they They move them. They do move them. They move them. Oh my gosh, dude. I'll put them on either side of the road. Uh, It's really not nice. And the whole, um, you know, your government isn't really meant to prey on people. Now it's government with big industry because, you know, these companies are pairing with the government, and then they're making money. So it's like the government is just making money, the the private industry is making money, and the government's making money off of you. And and it's... it's Cops hate
1: them, too. Those things, like I I saw this stat one time, or it was an article about how cops um, they they're some of the people that get the most of the speed cam tickets and they end up having to pay them too they're just they're like come on man we're cops what are you doing they're like "Mm -mm, got pay
0: really see this is ridiculous if you're a police officer honestly uh, i'm not saying you should have impunity because i don't want to get canceled uh, uh but i will say this if you're driving, you should not have to worry about speed camera tickets. Like that's just the, the, you shouldn't have to worry about it. There should be a GPS monitor in your vehicle that the police can look at and go, Hey, Carl, you were going 75 in a 25. What were you doing? Uh, mm-hmm. to, and, and this is the thing too, about police officers. I know I this thing in DC where police officers have to go to court. They get ticketed too it, it, there is the, the machine is out the, the municipal machine to make money is out forever mm-hmm. it doesn't care mm-hmm. you could be the police you're just part of that machine to make money for the government and for apparently you know big industry here in maryland every state doesn't have them. virginia doesn't have speed cameras which is really nice um but they do have these signs that say your speed is being monitored by aircraft and i just think what the, imagine what is that basically what it is and what I've heard is that they can, they don't, but they can triangulate your speed using uh, different waypoints on the road. some of the military equipment that they have but you know how much money you are wasting (laughs) Yeah, what are you doing it's it's a sign that says your speed is being monitored by an aircraft okay aliens much like what 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 are you talking about there's a plane flying i gotta like worry about them. how fast am i going i don't know is a plane following you yeah yeah i'm going too fast and virginia will lock your ass up they'll put you in jail for speeding too
1: yeah no, I, I, cue cue the uh, Goodfellas helicopter yeah. music song where it's like, dun, 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 ah, and he's like looking off like,
0: yeah, that's, that's
1: crazy, right?
0: Oh my gosh, I got I got pulled over in Virginia one time, and I was going like twenty over, which is uh in jail. You go to jail in Virginia for going twenty over. I was with my family on the way to the beach. And it was like three years ago, going to the Outer Banks. I get pulled over. It's about a 50, 55 year old white guy, older, you know, white male. I get out and uh, he's like, uh, he thought, he didn't know what I was like. Oh, what, what were you going so fast for? I said, I'm getting to the beach, man. You know, my, I'm in my family. He's like, well, why, why are you speeding? I said, I had to, The car was going. So I went around. I, to, I I believe in fully passing somebody when I pass them to make it as safe as possible. You don't know, like drive next to somebody for like a half a mm-hmm. mile you're inching mm-hmm. by them. Listen yeah. I, I'm a bit of a road enthusiast. Here's how you drive on the road. You drive to be alone. you drive so there's no one around you. You don't drive up someone's butt. Uh, the only goal of doing that is so that they'll get off out of the way so you can go around them so you can be by yourself right That's the whole goal of driving is to be alone and by yourself and, and, you know which you know that, and Mike knows that I,
1: I do have a I agree up, with that philosophy. I, I agree with that philosophy, but you're safest if you're alone.
0: Yeah, you're safest if you're alone. So, anyway, I lost my train of thought because I'm I'm getting all hyped up on on.
1: Well, you were telling the officer he pulled you over and yes, you were going to yeah. get.
0: I'm about to go to jail, and then and then uh, he says, "What do you do?" I said, oh, "I'm a teacher, man. I you know I have, I go on vacation like once a year." But while well, he was like, "Oh, you're a teacher. My mom's a te- was a teacher." Oh, okay, hey man, oh, don't, lucky I'm, gonna man. Down, I'm gonna knock you down here, down here. going putting you on down for nine. You're going nine over. Hey man, be careful. Just to slow down up here, brother. I mean, I think we fist bump. Are you
1: cool out. around cops? Like when you get pulled over?
0: Oh man, I'm, I'm, that
1: is the key. I am the
0: coolest around them.
1: Like I'm, that I'm, is the key. If you the, can be cool, you'll have a cool interaction. I'm not. I'm yeah. not. And I'm. I've. I've learned. My brother in laws police officer, and so he's taught me some tips. Yeah. You know, get Survival put your hands
0: thing. on the wheel.
1: You know, roll yeah. down the window. You know, and just chill. But. I have noticed like I've been around different people. Like I was around uh, our boy, Billy Buttry and right. he got pulled over and he's just a charming guy. Just yeah. a charming. He's got away with people and he did it to the police officer and he charmed them. And I would have gotten five tickets right. if that was me. In this right. and he hey, got, hey, let go with a warning. Let go with a warning. Just, just, you know,
0: and, and the police officer, cool. police officer probably got his phone number too i was like you're, hot. <laughs> you're hot, billy, yeah,
1: yeah billy oh man yeah. his
0: hand when he, when he shook his hand yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> he lingered on it a little bit
0: oh yeah, man you know yeah billy the yeah. linger. that guy it was a smooth i watched him operate one time there was a girl at a club uh, and this is in his, his before married days he's a married man now father great guy but he was the smoothest operator for a guy who's not a good-looking there's guys who are just you know six three good-looking studs they don't have to do anything they just show up they're just like hey are you doing it's me and the girls coming this was guy was like a five eight little um tiny little no, man. i wouldn't say he was that uh, well you think he's, five, is he, he's i mean more than me i'm five nine is he taller than me i don't know i don't think he's, he's around, around
1: he's around your height but he was athletic like oh, he was- yeah, he's,
0: not, he's not like some he's not a guy you see and you go That's the guy right here who's the smoothest cat in here. That's not the coolest guy. You don't see it. You see him. He looks like a nice guy. He's a very unassuming guy. He put put the moves on this lady as this girl. uh, And he didn't do what everybody else was doing. Everybody else was like fawning over her and stuff. He just treated her uh, the way that you would want anybody to be treated. And he he humanized her instead of uh, pedestaling her. She liked it. It worked. You know what I mean? And uh, I, I loved it. He wasn't like disrespectful at all, but he wasn't just, he was smooth. You know, he was smooth. And I was like, how's, how's Billy going to treat this girl? And uh, she liked him right away. She liked him. Uh, and uh, now they got three kids. So,
1: you no. Know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe his dad was a police officer. I just know that if you his brother is, ha- so, I mean, his brother you know. is. Yeah. I just know that if you can be cool, it goes a long way because they, they're just used to dealing with just madness coolness, right? Madness. So, if, if I don't i get personally terrified,
0: yeah. <laughs> my, no, I
1: mean, my blood pressure is up here. I'm just like, I remember one time when I was at the beach, this was when I was like 20, and I w- it was it was that part of Ocean City where you're going, um, you know, between the end of o- like Fenwick into bethany and that's like a speed trap zone it's it's exactly like your street they do weird little things with the signs and
0: money so they can get you
1: yeah yep exactly uh you're coming into delaware you don't pay state taxes in delaware but you will get a ticket in delaware and homeboy got me and um i think i was I don't remember if I got a ticket or not because I, I he, it was so close. I, I, so, I saw it like in time. But anyway, he pulled me over because it was like erratic or whatever, like my move. And totally sober, totally was I normal. I feel like I was, nope, with you. I was by myself. I was okay. by myself. I was alone. Mm. I was alone, alone, alone. And I had to deal with this officer. And there was no reason to be nervous. Like, like I said, I, 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 he, I wasn't speeding. Like I got out of it, you know, because I slowed down in enough time, but I just, it was like weird. And so he pulled me over for being a weirdo. And then so he gets to the car and I have nothing. There's no, there's no drugs. There's no nothing. There's no reason to be
0: don't have any drugs, guns or knives.
1: no, there's nothing. No. There's no knives. There's no drugs. There's no, re- I am so scared i'm shaking to go get my my id out of the glove compartment and he's just like he's like what's wrong with you son and i'm like i don't know sir here here's my thing like let's just get this let's just get this over with whatever's going to happen to here so yeah, i don't think anything happened though
0: no i i I, uh, I i've been there with you when you got pulled over uh, or maybe you were. Maybe my mind is conflating the story of you telling me about when you were pulled over, right when we were driving down that road. Uh, I think it's Route One, and mm-hmm. uh, and you were just like, "Oh, I gotta better slow down here because what happened the last time that you were here." Uh, no, that's cool. Well, you know, this this has been a fun show. If you didn't ca- catch the, the the focus of the show, it's been about nothing. This is our second show about nothing. Not that there's nothing going on right now, but it is the 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 doldrums of of end of May, beginning of June. We need training camp to start. Aaron Rodgers is still at a stalemate. Nothing's like really happened with Aaron Rodgers. Deshaun Watson still kind of waiting to see what happens with the NFL, and then nothing's happened with Julio. So, if any of those three, those are the big three summer stories. of those three break, don't worry we'll be all over them. Uh next week I'm sure we'll come back with some football, but we always 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 no matter what we do on the show, we always end it with three tweets. That's the staple of the show. Um, I
1: wanted to talk aliens. I, know. I don't know. I I really I, we'll I really want to talk we'll there. aliens. We'll get there. We'll or there. later. I I I I have a crazy uh it's not that crazy, but I have a good alien story to I tell wanna, you. I want I want I can't tell you now. Okay. Because it has to be on the show. It has so. to
0: Okay, well, and here's the thing: I I do also maybe want to get resident alien denier Eric Belair to see if maybe he can pop on for a little bit when we do that because you know he's he doesn't believe in aliens, so I need somebody to yin ying your yang, or it, it, I'll just be an alien truther with you, and then I you know I, I need I need a balanced approach here. I can't be Fox Newsed uh, or, or CNN or whatever. I need I need two unbiased or two biased. I need two biases to go against me, and and, and I need to you know get all hit up by the biases. So uh, I I'm ready. I'm going to start, uh, the, the three tweets today. And, uh, okay. I'm not, I don't, you know, sometimes we, we kind of go on three tweets for hilarity or whatever. Today I am doing a shout out here. This is, uh, my friend cooter doodle, as you know. So cooter doodle, who is one of our favorites over here on the fantasy millionaire show. She, uh, is, uh, the, the other side of, you know, we love Denny and then we love cooter doodle. Those are kind of the two, uh, ff twitter personalities we always kind of gravitate to on the show uh she was followed last friday by matthew barry shout out uh the og over at espn himself matthew barry followed Kudoodle, and not just that but he he encouraged people to follow her so here is his matthew barry tweet it says follow friday in a crowded twitter sphere it is hard to stand out with original smart funny and interesting content cooteroodle does that all the time follow her and i i agree 100 percent with Matthew Barry. This is Doodle's response video to Matthew Barry's announcement. And it's as Koodoodoodle as it could be. And so I want us to to jump in and take a look. So here we go. Let me get this all set up. We got it ready to go. All right. This is Doodle. I know I'm not always serious on this app, but first of all, thank you for the Matthew Barry shout out. It's humbling. Um, But more than that, like after a long year, it's nice to just have so many nice people say so many nice things about me. I don't know. Thanks for being so kind. She's hilarious. Yeah, and I know so, I'm not always. For everybody not watching who's listening to it on the uh, on the podcast, she is in her living room. Or actually, she's outside. She's outside. She took a cigar out. She cut it in half with the cigar cutter instead of just chopping the end off. And then she's lighting it backwards. So uh, quintessential Cooter Doodle. Uh, more of, uh, not a funny video, but an homage to Cooter And congrats to her on, on a Matthew Barry follow. I know Bo Big Time is very much uh, in the running for one of those one day. So hopefully we can do the same thing with Bo one day as a Matthew Barry follow. Uh, so let me jump down to yours. Let me go All right.
1: Back. Mine, mine's a, a lot less heartfelt. Um, this is mine. It's a little bit different. Ah, uh, this is by Rob Delaney. Uh, the tweet says, "I should be allowed to piss wherever." <laughs>
0: <laughs> to just piss wherever.
1: <laughs> to just piss wherever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, that that sounds like uh, the logic a as, a, as a boy. You know, like that that uh, that I lived that as a, as a boy. Uh, until one time I was peeing in my neighbor's yard, who's happened to be a a nice elderly, old, nice lady, really nice lady. I was peeing in the, in the bushes, in her bushes with Chris Mutimer, who's our friend and, uh, our lawyer. Uh, now you guys can check him out over at DC defender on Twitter. So we're probably, I don't know, seven or eight. We're peeing in her bushes. She sees us. She calls my mom. And she yells at my mom. So my mom comes out while we're peeing in the bushes. and, And she was watching us like hawks. So she was like, what are these two? Kids doing in my yard. Oh my god! They're probably gonna piss. They are. They're gonna piss in my yards. So and she was ready. Call my mom. My mom was out there before we could shake it off, and we were getting yelled at. So uh, I, I, I'm I'm vibing with this Rob Delaney tweet. Um, the inner inner child of, of Scott really can attest to the. Yeah, news.
1: I don't know if he's joking or not, but I feel him. If he's not joking, and I feel him if he is joking, it's it's a funny joke, and it's also makes a lot of sense to me too as a man. It's, I kind of do you know i mean uh you you saw how it goes with my four-year-old if we're if we're out in public somewhere too we're not we're not headed to a bathroom we're finding ourselves a nice bush and taking care of business so
0: you know i i've I've done that on the side of the road before with my children and their girls so uh who do you think wins this week i don't know we got a heartfelt versus a funny one What, what what are you thinking here my friend
1: it's a tough call. You 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 call it, buddy. If you've got a good one, I, I've got a I've got a decent one. It, th- it's a.
0: I think I've got a good one. I think I've okay. got it. Okay, let's. Okay. Look, we can do them both. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. All right,
1: we'll yeah. do them both. Okay, we'll so have this- four tweets. Bonus That's- bonus tweet this bonus.
0: week. So my tweet this this week is by Denny Carter. So he he is subtweeting himself here. He's he's taking a picture out of an old tweet that he did, and here's what the tweet says. Uh, it says typical QB tweet. I love my teammates, God is good. RB tweet. Keep grinding. Tight end tweet. Derp, right? It's great. Wide receiver tweet. The enemy speaks kindly and holds a knife. So just, you know, wide receivers are another breed. I think Denny has picked up on that. So he he quotes tweets himself an old tweet and this is from 2 this is from 2017. So this is this is 2017. This is this is 4 years ago when he tweeted this out originally. So he's subtweeting himself from 5 years ago or 4 years ago which I love. And then on top of it or underneath it he's got AJ Brown's current tweet where it says do me wrong, trust me, It's over with. And so just I
1: know it's perfect. It's
0: perfect. It's so perfect. It, it is the exact tweet. The enemy speaks kindly and holds a knife. <laughs> you know, there's, there's something about the insecurity that wide receivers possess that causes them to make demonstrative statements. Me against you, against the world, against the DB, whatever it is. And Denny has nailed it again. So uh, you're just really an homage again to, to another person who I think is crushing it here on Twitter. Uh, so more crude love, more Denny love. You know, how show I told me the damn ball. Give me the damn ball.
1: Um. Okay, well, speaking of AJ Brown, here comes mine.
0: Oh, this is great. This is perfect. Have I you seen I, this? I have, but we're gonna watch okay. it now. So I mean for, they release it. So set this up a little bit for folks who are who this are This is
1: uh this is this is the quest to get Julio Jones. This is actually AJ Brown who made a TikTok video um trying to convince him, compel him to join up with the Tennessee Titans. And it's just Cool. It's a cool it, video.
0: It's perfect. So as his backdrop, he has put uh, an image he's created or it's been created with Taney Hill. Ryan Taney Hill is in it. Mm-hmm. He's kind of in the, in the foreground. In the background, you have the triumvirate of Julio Jones in the middle and then flanking him on both sides. You know, the man beast, Derrick Henry, uh, and then A.J. Brown himself. A.J. Brown, though, is in front of the video wearing a Julio jersey with a taped number eight on it because – I guess his number is eleven for the Titans and he's letting Julio know if he comes to the Titans. Yeah. He has to wear number eight as well. So he's
1: I already said that. He said he'll give up his number.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's really cool. He's gonna go to eight and Julio can have eleven. I I love it, man. I think it's it's dope. He's he, willing to trade his number and you know just do this video. So let yeah, let's let's get this going because it, it is perfect. I mean they release it.
1: Okay. I'm going to sell you on some things right here. Listen to me closely. You have 10 of you. Mr. Finger roll himself. Every time, Air Hill. Listen, he does what he needs to be done. Like He's a leader. He's a great passer. He's it. Anyway, next. Him, behind me, superhuman. We don't even have to discuss him. He speaks for himself. Look how mean he look in the picture. Like, OK. Then me, I'm up and coming. Pro Bowl year two. Not a big deal. Kind of a big deal, but not really. OK, try that. Anyway, whatever.
0: You. The goat of our era, the of our receivers. Help me, help you. Come home, Leo. Come home. Hmm. That's I think awesome. I think it's perfect. I, I, I love it. I'm a huge AJ Brown fan. Truther, me I draft you. Listen, listen. Thing, you, know, you 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 say you love somebody, right? And then when it really comes down to it, you you speak with your your draft picks. And last year, I'll be honest, with you, I'll confess my sins here on the on the show. I I did I pumped Calvin Ridley pretty hard, and I do believe in him. I got greedy though last year in our, our our league draft. I was drafting 11th. I thought I could double dip. I thought I could could get AJ Brown at three and then swing back around and get uh, Calvin Ridley. I didn't think he was going to be picked by Josh Thompson in our BFFs league. So last year I didn't even have Calvin Ridley on my main uh, you know league of record or main team because I had AJ Brown on my team. So I love AJ. If A. You Brown. go
1: back and listen to okay. Fantasy Millionaires last year. You'll hear. Scotty Stacks and Mikey Cash arguing uh, about where A.J. Brown should go. And Mikey Cash had him higher. So check the videotape on that
0: one. So what we're saying is you're going to need to to get this PDF of the Fancy Millionaires when it drops. Because not only do you have good content from me, you got great content from my boy, Mike Cash Collins, because he was on the A.J. Brown last year. He knew. Uh, I think that's perfect, man. This is this is a great show. I, I love this show. This is one of my favorite shows for for not you know, um, it being about anything, uh, you know, specifically or specifically or specifically or
1: specifically. I wish we talked about aliens, but whatever.
0: Uh, well, I mean, specifically is where a lot of those aliens seem to be spotted. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know, I know, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, if if you haven't looked at the globe lately, just Take a look at the globe. The back half of the globe is just water. Aliens. Aliens. It's
1: Aliens, bro. We'll aliens. talk about them sooner or later. We have to.
0: We have to. We have to. We have to. Well, this was just a tease. Uh, thank you, everybody. We'll be back next week. It will be June. Uh, we've got about a month until July. I think our, our PDF, we're hoping, I think we're shooting for around August the first of August, we can drop it, and that way, maybe a little bit before that, so then we can kind of get into it on the show, and we're going to argue back and forth. And the way that we're going to be doing this too is it's going to be a PDF, but I'm working on making it uh, so that it's it's an adjustable rankings, so that if somebody gets hurt during the year, you're not going to be, uh, you know, going, oh my goodness, you know. So we're going to also kind of transition it hopefully into like weekly rankings as well. So there's a lot of stuff coming down the pike, and and we're really excited about this year over at the FF Millionaires. Do follow us on Twitter. At FF Millionaires. Uh, we're the fancy millionaires on the world wide web. We're at the worldwide sports radio network. I am Nimble W Numbers. This is the Ralph Macho on Twitter. Anything else besides underdog? Oh, Bo's hot sauce. Go to hotboxbatch.com. Oh, by the way, Bowman Big Time today. He had on Field Yates
1: on his yeah, I was gonna say that. There no. you go. Check out check out Bo's podcast with Field Yates.
0: Please do. Uh, David Mendelson's on there. Steffi Smalls as well. A bunch of amazing people that we love and go celebrate, uh, like field did field got himself some of this. So did, uh, you know, uh, all of the different guests who've been on, uh, my hot box show or my, my, uh, FF hot stove show. We've transitioned into giving them the hot box. So please do check out this stuff. It is gold for hot sauce. Uh, I think that's it, man. I think that's it. Check us out on the, on the underdog streets. We'll be doing a best ball drafts code name nimble. Here's what's crazy: if you put in ten dollars, you can get a free twenty-five dollars, uh, and then that then you can just like you know use that. So you have thirty-five dollars to go make more money on. Uh, I love it. I wish I could sign up every day. It works. It yeah, works. It works. It's yeah. perfect. Please do sign up. Use code name Nimble. We'll be playing all best ball season long, and then in the fall. There's going to be some great pick'em games, some great rivals games for NFL. We're going to be covering all that. It's going to be awesome. So please do uh, go get yourself Underdog Fantasy all up. I think that's it, man. I think the show is perfect. I think we're going to wrap it up here. Sounds good, brother. All right. We'll see you guys next week. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.